Hello, it's Friday, October 8th. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. Our first article today looks at how to talk to employees about COVID-19 vaccine requirements as COVID-19 vaccination and or testing requirements for healthcare workers expand and medical practice leaders face the tall task of handling communications, education, and compliance. The threat of losing workers who oppose getting vaccinated complicates an already difficult labor situation that finds staffing is the biggest pandemic challenge for practices heading into 2022. An October 5th MGMA stat poll revealed that only 38% of medical practices have had staff quit or terminated due to COVID-19 vaccine requirements. Let's look at it from the perspective of HIPAA in COVID-19 vaccination in the workplace. Conversations about healthcare workers, vaccine status has quickly turned into a difficult discussion over what rights employees have as patients in their protected health information. On September 30th, the Department of Health and Human Services Office for Civil Rights issued guidance on how the HIPAA privacy rules apply to COVID-19 vaccination status disclosures and requests for information. Here are some key takeaways. The privacy rule does not prohibit employers from requiring employees to disclose COVID-19 vaccine status to the employer as the privacy rule does not apply to employment records. The privacy rule does not prohibit businesses or individuals from asking about vaccination status. Instead, it regulates how and when covered entities or business associates may use or disclose protected health information. And finally, the privacy rule does not prevent employees from telling colleagues or their employer about vaccination status. So what about religious exemptions? Workers claiming religious grounds for avoiding COVID-19 vaccination also has spurred several lawsuits nationwide regarding legality of vaccine requirements, as well as whether employers are responding to exemption accommodation requests legally. Some key takeaways. If an employer is aware of any facts that might make them question the religious nature of such a request or the sincerity of a particular belief practice or observance, an employer can request additional supporting information from the employee seeking the accommodation. And if an employee cannot be accommodated, employers should determine if any other rights apply under the EEO laws or other federal, state, and local authorities before taking adverse employment action against an unvaccinated employee. If you want to become part of the healthcare discussion, you can join the MGMA STAT panel by texting STAT to 33550. To read this entire article, go to the show notes of the podcast and click on the link. Our next article looks at some advocacy news. 
surprise billing rule establishes dispute resolution process for patients, providers, and plans. The Office of Personnel Management and the Department of Health and Human Services, Labor and Treasury, released the second interim final rule, implementing provisions of the No Surprises Act. This rule follows prior rulemaking, outlining patient protections against surprise medical bills and establishing out-of-pocket limits and notice and consent requirements. This rule implements independent dispute resolution processes for providers, patients, and health plans, and it takes effect January 1st of 2022. The rule also outlines the process the agencies will use to evaluate and certify IDR entities for the arbitration process. More information is available for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services fact sheet at cms.gov newsroom. And if you want to keep up with the latest healthcare legislation, visit mgma.com advocacy. I'll leave you this week with an article on workarounds for worker shortages, eight strategies for pandemic staffing issues in medical practices. This article originally appeared on mgma.com. A September 28th MGMA stat poll reveals the impacts of staffing issues on operations within medical practices. 76% of practices reported changing operations this year to handle staffing shortages. And MGMA has created eight strategies for managing practice staffing shortages. Number one, getting more out of your remaining providers and staff. In some larger systems, the shortage of nurses is in the hundreds. That means more shifts, longer hours, and the overtime pay that generally comes with it. Some respondents to the survey reported paying out commitment bonuses or COVID-19 hazard pay to keep existing employees from leaving. Number two, adjust operating hours and patient access and provide cross coverage when possible. Though not an ideal solution, reducing appointment availability was a frequently cited tactic among MGMA stat poll respondents. But cutting back on hours across the board isn't the only solution. Consider consolidating hours between locations to provide cross coverage when possible. Number three, when necessary, it might be advantageous to limit or temporarily suspend walk-in appointments. Some practices found success limiting certain types of appointments to specific days. Number four, cross-train redesign jobs and reorganize departments to centralize workflows whenever possible to pool resources. Number five, outsource and automate. Several MGMA members reported finding automated systems for anything that would have involved calling a patient regarding appointments or instituting patient self-service technologies for checking in. Number six, redesign your services and centralize what you can. As more nurses get pulled to inpatient units and shortages in outpatient settings intensify, 
Ensure your nurses focus solely on licensed work and push non-licensed work to others. Number seven, embrace telehealth again. Increasing telehealth accessibility can aid in the lack of staff support for in-person care. And number eight, broaden your recruitment and hiring. Several practices and health systems have turned to retired nurses and other staff to rejoin the team. With COVID-19 case numbers dropping and vaccinations increasing, many former clinical workers may feel comfortable coming back now versus the pre-vaccine pandemic waves in 2020. And creating more part-time positions to make up for full-time vacancies can also be a stopgap. To read the entirety of this article, look in the show notes of the podcast and just click the link and go to mgma.com. And to keep up with the latest industry news, you can subscribe to the MGMA Insights Newsletter at mgma.com slash insights newsletter. If you have a healthcare story you want to share with us, email us at podcast at mgma.com. This has been the MGMA Weekend Review. I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks and have a great weekend.